2: This is Ed McMahon, and now, is Armstrong and Getty.
1: <music>
3: Live from Studio C, senor. Deep within the stinking bowels of the Armstrong and Getty information complex, this is the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, I think they hear the hoofbeats. This Monday, September 14th, the year of our Lord and Lord, when will it end? 2020. I just got through what day it is.
4: And the door opens. Anybody have any idea what the flashing lights at the back of the building are?
3: Mall.
5: Hmm. We do have a roving security vehicle. I don't know if that is the the flashing lights. Mm-hmm. What color were they? Yellow?
3: They were...
4: Uh, yeah, I think they were yellow.
3: Yeah, that's probably the roving security vehicle. The so, can anybody... RSV.
4: Can anybody get those on their car? I mean, uh, could I get those on my car if I wanted to? If you don't, you're a fool. <laughs> Come on. Because we all... The lanes just open up. We all see the vehicle that's got the lights on it, and, uh, you know, everybody slows down. Oh, it's a construction guy. And then you go around... Um, at 85 miles an hour sure um can anybody get those yellow lights on their car i think so i think you should i don't know i have no idea yeah somebody text that i always wonder that 415-295-KFTC and can you turn them on What you red want? and blue flashers i'm pretty sure you can't do that
3: there are, there are times people need to be brought to justice <laughs> and there are no so-called police officers around and i would like to be able to do that <laughs> Just have, just have a word with them.
4: Oh, oh, geez. I'm against the car, sir. Who are you? I'm a radio host. I'm a suburbanite. <laughs> I'm a guy with
3: red and blue lights on my car. You,
4: Spread your legs. You could say, I'm oh. going to need a look in your trunk. Why are you going to need to look in my trunk? I'm just going to need to look in your trunk.
3: <laughs> Aren't you supposed to ask for permission? <laughs> I don't need to. I'm a talk show
4: host. <laughs> Oh geez. Um uh, so uh fifty days to the election. Yes. Three weeks or two weeks to the debate. <clears throat> Oh, that's right. Weeks. I got.
3: I really need to put that on my calendar so I don't agree with oh, some don't, I don't think you'll important, forget. Oh, yeah, well, you know how happen. it is. Yeah, that my wife happen. will ask, hey, the Joneses
4: are having a blankety-blank. Can, can we go? Don't have a blankety-blank a couple Mondays from now. No. That's not the time for a blankety-blank. The whole world is going to be watching the Biden-Trump debate. I was watching, you know, your various talk shows and all that sort of stuff, and everybody seems to be in agreement. The only thing that, since the numbers have not moved... They just nothing moves the numbers mm-hmm. much. Um, the, the real like only game changing thing that could happen is the debate so that people are really going to be tuned in on that. Right. Right. And even then,
3: it's not about who you're going to vote for. It's if you're going to vote. Are you in, enthused enough about uh, chucking Trump in favor of Biden or, uh, you know, you enthused enough about keeping Trump around? And and just letting the winds out of the the Biden sails might be enough to get Trump elected again. So high stakes.
4: Yeah. There was some tightening over the weekend. We'll get to those polls a little bit later. It's about five points now in the Fox poll. Anyway, we should introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. you this morning, Michael.
6: I'm doing well. Um, I got to go this afternoon and get my marriage license, actually, which is kind of cool. That's exciting. I assume it's like going to the DMV where they have a written test and they ask you some questions and stuff like, you know, if she says she look does she look good in this outfit? You say yes or no, (laughs) which is it, you know, before they let you get married. Yep. It's like
3: 125 questions. There's an essay at the end. Explain why you'll always be wrong. I was going to say, as a trick to prepare you for marriage, there's actually no right
5: answer to any of the questions exactly. they ask you. Oh, yeah,
4: Seinfeld has a good bit on that in his new stand-up routine. Uh, how he didn't realize he was signing up for Jeopardy when he got married. <laughs> the ability to remember everything that's ever happened. and Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh
6: yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I was excited.
4: (laughs) There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
5: Doing very well. Uh, As I often do part of the just kind of happenstance of of prepping for the show, I, I, I see celebrity birthdays and, you know, a lot of times included on those lists are people who have passed and... How they, they would have been this age today. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Amy Winehouse was one of those people today. She would have been 37. Easily one of the most overwhelmingly talented artists of my lifetime. Uh, Listen to a bunch of her songs today. Michelangelo, I have a, a request a little bit later on in the show some Amy Winehouse rejoined bumper music that is not rehab because she has so many great songs. Everybody knows the rehab one. Right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just a, a terrific, terrific artist.
4: But you gotta admit, doing a song that says they told me to go rehab and I'm not going to, more or less, and then. Yes. Done Dying of uh, uh, overindulgence is uh, is a heck of an interesting thing it is uh so ironic it's not even ironic it's just a statement no yeah, why well, yeah I, I wouldn't yeah. even call it ironic it's just it just shows how uh, you know alcohol and drug addiction is unfortunate yeah um by the way obviously we need to talk about the shooting of the police in LA which is just a horrifying story and uh you know both uh, presidential candidates spoke about it yesterday and We'll get into all that. Uh, Oh, man. And the former uh, chief of police from New York. And he was the secretary of Homeland Security, right? Bernard was.
3: Indeed. Mm -hmm.
4: Man, he had the strongest things to say about what is currently going on in America. It's the first time I've heard anybody of any position say what is clearly true. What we've been saying for quite some time, only in much stronger terms about what BLM is, what Antifa is, and what needs to be done. Good, and, uh, good timing. I'll, love be, to hear that. I'll be interested to see if that blows up into quite the controversy. Comes a man, he held nothing back. If you haven't heard it, a, I think there's a chance you're going to like it quite a bit.
3: You know what I haven't heard is Biden's statement <clears throat> about the uh, the shooting of those two police officers because he's been uh, making hay with whipping up anti-cop hatred, misplaced anti-cop hatred. He
4: certainly took the opportunity to turn it into a uh, we got to do something about guns situation. Oh. You know, high magazine oh, okay. clips. What? High-capacity high magazines. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, September 14th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
3: Let's begin then. Officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations, at Mark. Mr. Woodward, the president. Hi, Bob. President Trump, how are you? How are you? I'm turning my recorder on here, as I always do.
0: Just
4: so-, so that's how the book uh, went. President would just call him up various times a day or late at night. Hey, Bob, it's President. Okay, let me get on my recorder. And start asking you some questions. Yeah, that's, that's interesting.
3: Uh, how did we hear that if he hadn't turned on his recorder? Is my my question. Good
4: <laughs> question.
3: I'm just turning on my recorder. What gives, Bob? Hmm. He's a fast writer, but he's a slow talker. Bob Woodward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He's got an interesting accent. Would you call that an accent? A manner of speaking. Yeah, it very... sounds like he took a blow to the head. I mean, obviously he's <laughs> he's fine. He's he's a brilliant man, but he it's very deliberate. Yeah, you know, it's funny uh, when I was a, a teenager in high school, uh, Gladys. I know it's early and it's Monday morning, but for goodness sakes, why are you sitting there at your harp if you're not going to play it? I was a teenager in high school, and this uh, <laughs> this kid transferred to the high school, and he's a good looking uh, young man and an excellent athlete, and so he made quite an impression. But he talked just like Bob Woodward. Hmm. He had that as a high schooler. Yeah, play play a little more Woodward. Do we have uh, that? Just same clips, fine. Mr.
2: Woodward, the president. Hi,
4: Bob. President Hi. Trump. How are you? How are you? He, I'm turning my recorder
2: on here as I always do. Yeah.
3: He sounded exactly like Bob Woodward, and and the funny thing is because he he kind of made a sensation. He was very popular immediately. All the guys started to talk like him. It was oh, wow! The weirdest. It was the weirdest thing. So uh, all of a sudden, I, I'm at Bob Woodward High School. I mean, everybody's kind of slow
4: talking, and it's very strange. I remember that from high school, man. The 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 super cool athlete, all the girls liked guy. If he got a haircut, all the other guys got the same haircut. Because he it started, was the
5: haircut that the girls like
4: He started wearing a different kind of shoes. Yeah, it can't hurt. That's what everybody else wore. Also, yeah. you walk a certain way. Got to walk like that. Yeah, I guess that's just the way human beings are built. Um, anyway, mailbag, how's that look? Oh, it's fabulous. Are you kidding? Stop it. It's great. We, <laughs> whatever. You're not really
3: selling it kind there. Kind of tailed off there.
2: Yeah. You having a good time, Joe? Sick and tired of that question.
3: idiotic. I mean, what am I supposed to say? I don't Get out of the Saurus and, like, turn a page every day. Oh, uh? yeah. Uh, okay. Now he's challenging me. Effervescence hey, is how it be is today. better, says the co-host. <laughs>
4: Mailbag is effervescent today. Where's our Where's our favorite clip? Have you thought about being good at your job? <laughs> anyway, uh, all that's on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Armstrong and Getty
4: Show. The award for Worst Air in the World, starting this morning, goes to Portland, Oregon. Worst Air in the World with an air quality index of 423. Oh, man. Uh,
3: Yeah, I was watching that over the weekend. My son lives in Bend, and it's been horrific in beautiful Bend.
4: Just terrible. Well, 423 is kind of an unimaginable number if you've ever been around anything in the twos or threes. and Uh, I can't breathe.
3: Yeah, it was well into the forest uh, where we used to own our walled compound in the wo- compound in the woods. I'm sure the guy who bought it is just thrilled that he, he lives there now. <laughs> you sold him a home in hell. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Probably should have disclosed that. <laughs> there are a few cracks in the driveways. It needs a new coat of paint, and <laughs> it's in hell. Mailbag.
4: I um, the- yes, I have the most important headline of the day. There will be no peeps for Halloween. What? There will be no peeps for Halloween. Ah, Stay tuned. How will my peeps react to that? I'm still working on my coming up with
3: a new uh, uh, show business name. Because I'm jealous of people who have cool last names. Um, Usually place last names. Mm. You're Hannah Montana, you're Joe Montana, you're John Denver. (laughs) And for no good reason, I'm focusing on West Texas. So I have uh, three choices for you. Uh, See which ones you like best. Joe Odessa. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Where's that other one? Um, uh, Where is it? I lost it on the map. Uh, It doesn't matter. I'll skip to my favorite. Joe Sweetwater. How do you like that one? That's pretty good. How about Joe Pecos? Joe
5: Pecos. I still feel like last week's Joe Dakota is a real tough one to beat. Really?
4: Yeah. Even better than Joe Sweetwater. I think if I feel like if your name is <laughs> Joe, like I feel like you better be pretty good with the ladies. And if your name is Joe Pegasus, you gotta have a knife in your boot.
5: <laughs> well, or one of those boots that's got a knife that comes out of the toe, like in, <laughs> right. like in, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> click. Yeah what, yeah. what was the? Why can't I remember the Patrick Swayze bouncer movie? Oh, jeez, Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yes, yes. Roadhouse. Yes. I should be in the penalty box for forgetting that.
3: Well, the, I think the only boots I have are like hiking boots. So, uh, it'll have to be a little knife. Well, if I'm Joe Pecos, I guess i got to get some cowboy boots. <laughs> so, that's what I'll do this afternoon. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from J. Robert Oppenheimer, of all things. And and interestingly enough, uh, a patriot who's writing this note is from Los Alamos, New Father Mexico. Father
4: of the atomic bomb.
3: Yes, indeed. In Los Alamos, New Mexico, one of the... Uh, was that the, the ground zero, yep. so to speak, of the... Uh, Absolutely.
4: Yeah. Project Manhattan? Where there were Russian spies about, unfortunately.
3: Uh, there were. Well, they're everywhere. Now, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from J.R.O. As long as men are free to ask what they must, free to say what they think, free to think what they will, freedom can never be lost and science can never regress. Hmm. And you got your postmodernists who who uh, want you to reject science in the favor of uh, whoever's uh, speaking's reality. There's no gravity if I say there isn't because I had a troubled upbringing or I'm French or whatever. Okay. Second, Joe, oh, I know how you hate the perpetual question. How does mailbag look? <laughs> um, uh, you ought to respond with the Biden cracker quote. <laughs> Just <to> a <harass> Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Patriot period. We appreciate the note very much. And an anti-loving free, anti-freedom loving quote of the day from Dr. Mark Siegel, make people afraid, make people feel they need you to protect them and they will allow you free reign with their agenda. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so true. Both parties do it all the time. Uh, All politicians do it all the time. Luann in Austin, frequent correspondent says, I was just listening again to your discussion about the new Oscar requirement for movies. I know you already know this, but this is the very type of censorship that led to my favorite change of uh, theme music, or transition music, the Lolo guy from Russia. Remember how gaily we all laughed when we found out that Russia had made them remove all the lyrics? That's right, the Soviet censors did. Ah, good times, those stupid, stupid Soviets. Ha, ha, ha. Now look at us, shaking my head sadly.
5: I don't know. Saying that this came from communism is not really an argument against communism. This is great.
3: It's a good tune. <laughs> I mean, can you, can you imagine if it had some lame lyrics about that I saw her? It would be worse, no doubt. No. Yeah.
4: It's it's an exquisite achievement in lameness.
3: Turn it off. Turn it off. I can't take it anymore.
4: But So that was a love song, and they don't believe in love and that sort of thing in uh, in communist countries. You can't have that. There's only one love, and that's for the, the state. Right.
3: You're a child not of a family, but of the state, which is what BLM is trying to get going.
4: And so they, uh, the censors took the words out of that song. Now, when I first learned about that, I thought, wow, how do you ever get there? You can now see there from where we are. Yes, I would agree. Which is amazing. Yeah.
3: Oh, that uh, also reminds me, on a lighter note, that we have a new audition for transition music, so stay with us. Guys, the uh, next hurricane, can it be named Daniels? I had to think for a minute. Uh, Storm, Stormy. Oh, gotcha. Daniels. Uh, Ben, number one, that's not clever. Number two, we're not in charge of naming storms, so leave us alone. Moving along. Do we have time for this? We do. Uh, Mo writes... Uh, First, he establishes his bona fides as a friend of Armstrong and Getty and a football fan for a very, very long time. And writes, I will not support the NFL until I see them remove the promotion of minority tyranny and chant the names of law enforcement officers that have laid down their lives to serve and protect all. I heard they honored George Floyd, a felon, a violent criminal. He was clearly the victim of excessive force by a rotten cop, but likely contributed to his death by using deadly drugs. That's almost certainly true. But uh, the cops that they want to die in Los Angeles were simply protecting and serving. Play football. I will watch, but call me and my brothers and sisters racists um, while making it possible for yourselves to get paid more than our annual budget, and I will hope and pray the NFL is bankrupt and they have to get jobs like the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Well, politics is now firmly rooted in sports.
4: Lifetime uh, cop and then police chief and then Secretary of Department of Homeland Security Bernard Carrick bringing it hard yesterday as he was clearly emotional over the idea of attempted assassinations of police officers in Los Angeles. You'll hear about that coming up at something.
0: Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
6: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
1: Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: 50 days till election
4: day, which is not the day we're going to find out who's president, and uh, two weeks till the first debate. So that's where we are on that. Polls tightening up a little bit. More on that later. Why is the entire West Coast on fire in an unprecedented sort of way? Well, a lot of it, whether you like it or not, has to do with management of our land. It's climate change, says the governor. Well, that might play a role, but there's a whole bunch of other things we should be doing too. And then we'd have an idea how much of it is climate change.
3: Uh, right, especially given how slowly climate change you know, exactly. affects everything. But all of a sudden, the last two out of the three years being bad for fires, that's climate change. Okay, all right. Ah, uh, So a uh, terrible, terrible incident over the weekend. It is the umpteenth time something like this has happened. It's not like I commit them to memory, but I, I remember a, a couple in New York and elsewhere where somebody walked up to a... Uh, a peace officers' vehicle and attempted to execute them in their vehicle. Two LA County sheriff's deputies uh, were shot in the head Saturday night in Compton near a, uh, uh, a rail station. Uh, thank God they're both expected to survive. Uh, they're in serious condition, obviously. Assailant is uh, an assailant was caught on a business's security camera. It might have been the train station security camera. Come to think of it. Um, and, uh, it's not a very great image, but they have a description of the guy. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the second chapter of the story, which many of you have heard and have been horrified by was a small group of protesters. And it's worth mentioning that it was four ugly scumbags actually showed up at the hospital, tried to get into the hospital. And when stopped by the cops chanted, we hope they effing die and attempted to incite the cops to violence the cops who were put, who were uh, protecting the hospital um it was a absolutely ugly episode um, on the other hand the fact that there are just despicable human beings on the earth i've kind of picked up on that i'm right. not that surprised
4: um uh they could uh they could hold off on running attempted assassinations on endless loops on cable news and that is just a sick society that does that in my opinion sure yep uh, You want to say the video exists and it's the website if you need to see it or something like that? I'm okay with that, but just running it over and over again. It's violence porn. It's violence porn. It's weird Mm -hmm. for people to do that. Anyway, uh, obviously, all kinds of people upset by this. Law enforcement particularly upset. And uh, former chief of police in New York. You might know his name because he was the chief of police on 9-11. And then he was named to be I'd forgotten uh, the Secretary of uh, Homeland Security and then got derailed because it turned out he'd had a nanny who was an illegal like millions of people across America And then we have Whoops. twenty we have twenty a million a million 20 a 1000000 a 20000000 illegals in this country at least they're here because they're employed Yes, but if you employ them you can't qualify for various jobs which is just well, hilarious. And, and the very people who ran him out of the jobs are the open borders
3: uh, out of his job <laughs> right. were the open borders and, crowd
4: but anyway that's yep. a that's an aside. Uh, he was pretty angry uh, as a guy who has uh, been a police officer and commanded police officers for years. And he had this to say on one of the cable news shows yesterday.
2: Guys, look, this is reminiscent of what happened back in the 70s and 80s with the Black Liberation Army, the Black Panther Party. and Black Lives Matter is an extenuation of that. Uh, Black Lives Matter was inspired by the BLA, by Assata Shakur. Um, Black Lives Matter has People working for them that were a part of that movement back in the 70s and 80s that was responsible for assassinating close to a dozen or more than a dozen cops, almost two dozen cops over a 10 year period. The bottom line is this has to stop. The Justice Department has to go after Black Lives Matter, after Antifa and put an end to this.
4: Um he goes on to talk about uh, the protests that were happening on the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brooklyn Bridge in New York over the weekend if you saw that as they brought the whole uh, town to a halt for a while.
2: All of them, all of them, the mayor, the governor, the city council, every one of them are responsible for allowing this stuff to happen. Blocking vehicular traffic, pedestrian traffic is a crime. Resisting arrest is a crime. Obstructing justice is a crime. Assault on cops is a crime. Every single person on that bridge should have been arrested, period. We arrested 700 people on the Brooklyn Bridge one time. 700 were arrested on the Brooklyn Bridge for getting on there when they weren't supposed to be. The bottom line is it can be done if you have the leadership that's going to do it, and you don't have that in the mayor, the governor, and the city council in New York City.
4: Or Washington, or California, or Oregon or lots of different places, right? I, I hadn't heard anybody say lawless it. Seattle. I hadn't heard anybody say it that plainly. <laughs> you don't get to block traffic, you know, you don't have, like they've been doing in Portland for long past the 100 days of rioting. Sure. There, people were doing that long. You don't get to do that. That's a you're breaking the law. So off to jail you go, right? Right, and a fine you get until you finally get the message and stop doing that. But here's what I thought was the uh, the strongest comment about Black Lives Matter.
2: Well, first of all, I think you have to educate the American public because they're stupid. They're following their, they're, you know, I, I ride through New Jersey communities in New Jersey, and I see these signs in people's windows, Black Lives Matter. They have no conception of what the organization stands for. They have no conception of who the leaders are, how they were inspired, what they believe. They have no idea. So the bottom line is you have to educate the American public on what reality is. And you have to call out sports, you know, these million dollar sports figures that are supporting Black Lives Matter. It's not about black lives. They're not concerned about black lives, because if they really were, they'd be protesting in Chicago, in Minneapolis, in Atlanta, where there's the systemic slaughter of black lives on a daily basis by other blacks. Nobody cares about this. This is an anti-government, anti-police, Marxist movement that people are supporting because they're ignorant.
3: Boy, that sounds familiar. It's like listening to me, but with a lower voice. Way to go, Bernie. I didn't notice how uh, his his voice is kind of low.
4: And then he went on to say, if you watch an NBA game, it's on the basketball court. It's on the middle of the court. Black Lives Matter. Do people understand what that is? Are we going to talk about that? Are we going to... Have a discussion about, go to the website. You'll see what it is. Right. I've been at restaurants, personally myself, where the waitress is wearing, the person checking me out is wearing a t-shirt that says Black Lives Matter. Right. Well, people who say Black Lives Matter are shooting policemen. As we've discussed, it's an unfortunate
3: thing that a perfectly defensible notion shares a name with a Marxist organization, and the softheads, the stupid people of America, as Bernie uh, Carrick put it, are donating just, just piles and piles of money to a militant marxist organization because it happens to share the name but i tell you what if if there was an organization called i like golf that was bent on the you know violent overthrow of the government or was uh, you know pro-child porn or something like that i would find a different way to express that emotion you'd think people would be hip to that but of course again in defense of my fellow americans because i'm a uniter not a divider They take in the media through the incredibly one-sided and biased mainstream. So they don't know. How could you possibly not know that Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization at this point? Well, because you watch CNN, CBS,
4: ABC. You read the New York Times. So uh, since we're talking about the, 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 the urban violence and all that sort of stuff, I thought that was pretty interesting on the, the most recent Fox poll that came out over the weekend, and they had the race tightening to a five-point national race, though that's not the way we run our elections. Um, and it's tightening in some of your swing states, and that is what it is. Uh, if the election were he- held today, it looks like Donald Trump would probably lose, but where it's going to be 50 days from now, who knows? But when you break it down by issues and people, the one that stuck out to me uh, the most was on um, Trump's behind on coronavirus to Biden fifty two forty four. Okay, not that surprised. Uh, racial inequality, whatever that exactly is, fifty three forty one. Biden's ahead. Trump still leads on the economy, but on law and order, Biden is up by two forty nine forty seven. So the never uh, ending drumbeat of uh, Biden is you know for uh, the unrest in the streets, and there'll be more of it if you elect Joe Biden. Um, it's a 49-47 issue, and Republicans usually win that issue just kind of, you know, in general.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: The interesting
3: thing about Biden is, and I saw a list. I wish I had it in front of me, uh, a list of all the, like, fundamental positions Joe Biden has changed his mind on or is pretending to have changed his mind on from, uh, you know, economic issues to NAFTA to, um, well, to a bunch of different stuff. But he was a hard-on-crime guy in the 90s. I mean, he was a a leader of, of a real get tough uh, on crime bill. That was one in of the Senate. appeals oh, yeah. of Obama, making him the oh, VP, yeah. was yeah. able to point to that stuff. Right. And now he's completely reversed his field and disavowed it and the rest of it. So the, the funny thing is, I think if Joe Biden were authentically Joe Biden, uh, he, he would be a good, solid, tough on crime guy. Oh, but who yeah. knows what he thinks? If he has any beliefs, I don't know if he does at this point. He doesn't even know he's alive or if as He Trump can even says. remember
4: what his beliefs are. <laughs> <laughs> um before we take a break we got this text because i so i mentioned that portland is the uh, got the worst air in the entire country today in the low fours i don't think i've ever experienced something in the 400 range for your air quality i've been to the 300 and i wore a mask uh but we got this text hey yesterday the particular level in spokane was 488 so sorry portland spokane uh spokane what i say spokane that's weird <laughs> Um four, I get your words straight Jack. 488. Holy what? <laughs> dang near
3: 500. You, that, you just got your lips wrapped around an exhaust pipe aren't at you that point. stupid. 500? Isn't the air a solid at 500? Well, yeah, you got to swim through it. That's horrific. What, you just, you just, uh, 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 try not to breathe deep wow. so that the, the gunk doesn't get in your lungs. If your kids Man, us. I was reading about what it does, uh, that smoky stuff in your lungs. It's not good. What does it do? Oh, it's terrible. It's all biochemical,
4: but it's nasty. Well, we can sweep ash into piles on our sidewalk. Oh, that ain't right. No. We have piles of ash like it's well, like it's dirt or something. Big piles. I don't know what you're supposed to do with it. Welcome to hell. Yeah, 488 i gotta assume you're not supposed to breathe that at all no if they're he's... not letting kids go outside for recess in them in the mid twos right yes yeah,
3: seal up your windows stay inside shallow breathing arms uh, arms bent feet at shoulder width i mean i don't i don't know i don't know what you can do you gotta breathe you get an n95 mask and you put it on and you leave it on yeah maybe so, even in the house i walked uh baxter the dog a couple of days ago and i I put on the N95 mask because we were up, uh, we are up near or a little above 300, I think, for a few hours. Nasty. Mm. Yeah, it's no way to be. It's no wonder why people are fleeing uh, a number of uh,
4: locations on the West Coast. There will be no peeps for Halloween, is a headline we must get to because people are horrified by that. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 with one more blow to administer. Yeah, no kidding. I got some more poll numbers. Vital records outsell CDs for the first time since the 80s. Mm. Mostly because nobody buys CDs. But among other things, we can talk about our text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
6: Throws on the middle.
2: That ball's intercepted at the 50. Coming back with it at the
5: 45 is Marcus Williams. And he's taken down just shy of the 35-yard line. And Tom Brady with an overthrow. Motion again to the right. Brady takes a gun snap.
4: Quick throw near side. It's picked up. Janoris Jenkins. 15, 10, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Janoris Jenkins. It looked easy. The ball was behind him. Like I've been saying for years, Tom Brady sucks. So uh, <laughs> that's what we learned week one of the NFL. He lucked his way into all those Super Bowls. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the NFL is completely up and running now. And uh, there you go.
3: Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched my favorite team yesterday. They played badly. Well, mediocre anyway. And I found myself. I felt like uh, a person who is in a relationship. That is not very good. I was edgy. I I did not have a lot of patience. I was like, (laughs) I'm still here, but... I can
4: picture not being here. You know what I mean? How does it seem with no or only a few fans? Does well, uh, that have any effect on the game? It's funny you should ask that. They run a great deal
3: of canned crowd noise. Okay, And on the broadcast that I was watching, they had the mix wrong for quite a while. <laughs> yes, and, and it was way too loud. And you couldn't hear what the announcers were saying. <laughs> it was a very exciting game. No, it was like between plays. The crowd wallow. <laughs> you just couldn't hear anything. But they finally got that. You could tell somebody said something. and Somebody and, was looking at Twitter. <laughs> and especially, yeah, exactly. And especially because I'm in the business, I noticed the minute where they, they, like, turned the sound down and the guy's up. And I was like, ah, you got the mix right, finally. So it was kind of funny. But I don't know. It, it, like I said, the fake crowd noise, uh, it, it kind of covers up the fact that there isn't a crowd there. There are some strategic
5: implications. Uh, players can now hear the line calls and the audibles more than they could have in in home versus visiting scenarios. Uh, situations where like the the quarterback gets up to the line, there's only a couple seconds left, and they got to call a timeout because they can't th- get the playoff. Yeah, yeah. that's going to happen less now. Sure, yeah, that's um,
4: actually part of the game yeah, is being yeah. so loud you yeah. can't get a playoff.
3: I don't know if you watched the uh, the debut game, the kickoff game, Kansas City. Um, at Kansas City, but they were at 22% capacity or some funny number like that. But KC fans are so damn loud, Mm -hmm. it actually was an issue for the Houston quarterback to hear uh, or for the players to hear his call sometime. And you've got NFL coaches now saying, well, wait a minute, this is ridiculous. You have some, some teams that do have a home field advantage. You have a lot of teams that don't. And this is, this is just time. crazy.
4: It's it's apples and oranges.
3: It's not as crazy as the fact that there was plenty of college football to watch on Saturday, but there are major conferences not playing. They just decided, no, we're not going to. So you have a bunch who are, a handful uh, of significant conferences who are not. And not a sad. lot of
4: COVID cancellations?
3: Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, So okay. Oh, you know, that reminds me. I heard a, a report on the news this morning about the... Uh, COVID spreading on college campuses. And it was, uh, I, I did not, I tuned in, you know, midway through and I didn't catch what college it was, unfortunately, but they mentioned uh, they had a, a dean on and he was saying, we're not really seeing uh, outbreaks in the, uh, the the dorms and uh, not really in classes or anything like that. He said the, uh, the Greek system, though, the fraternities and sororities we've seen an explosion of cases we have some place some sororities or fraternities that are 80% positive infections and they're moving toward 100 we haven't seen any serious illness though nobody's had to be hospitalized or anything like that and i'm like Whoa, wait, 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 wait a minute that is significant you know with the caveat that if it does affect your heart muscle and they're still studying that those you know one day it's it's terrible the next day no it turns out they misinterpreted and it's fine who knows but I thought, come on now, so you have essentially a significant, significant population of, of students that are, are going to be immune now uh, for, for quite some time. In other words, you've created a population of young people who cannot possibly spread it to their families. When they go home, interesting. So quit using your. We have a nightmare scenario.
4: Yeah, it's the, voice. It's the front page headline in USA Today today. Oh, is it colleges fueling nation's hotspots? Yeah, as you said, if they all get it and are healthy and they're staying at the college away from their family until they're over it. Yeah, then they go back and they're they're you know.
3: You have thousands of kids who are
4: practically well. They're they're
3: blank. They're uh, grayed out nodes in this really cool. uh uh, website i, I got uh, turned on to that that studies the spread of viruses and ideas and all sorts of things and transmission rates and blah 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 these people cannot be vectors it's, it's like an incredibly successful
4: experiment how can you miss that when you're doing the news story i don't, I don't know I don't you know it. you would uh, even if not everybody buys that rationale um you'd think it'd get thrown into the mix as a conversation That it's not just a terrible thing. You might not adopt it as a strategy, but the reality of it is
3: undeniable at that college. You now have an army of people who cannot spread it. Ah, boy. Well, I can't wait to to, to have a little 2020 hindsight on this whole thing.
4: It's never going to happen. This year, when it gets to be December 31st, Ryan Seacrest is going to say, Surprise! It's 2020 again. (laughs) <laughs> it's never going to end. This year is not ending. Wow. We're going to have another pandemic. We're going to have another presidential election. We're oh. I'm impeaching Trump again. Oh, no. Wait a minute.
3: All Groundhog over again. year?
4: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just, it's just hard to imagine this stuff ending. I know. It's it. been going on so for so freaking long. Uh, I know my kids feel that way. Yeah. And I got an interesting uh, study on what it's doing to kids across America, but it just feels like it's never going to end. Well, in the part of the country that's
3: not on fire is being battered by hurricanes. Who'd tune into
4: this? <laughs> Who would <laughs> see here this?
3: Who'd live here? Armstrong
6: and Getty.
1: Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.